Focusing back here on our first reading from St. Paul to Philemon, a very unique writing of Paul because he's writing to an individual and not a church per se. Okay, so you got this guy Philemon, and, and who he was was basically he was a kind of a wealthy patron of the church. So the, the liturgy would be celebrated in people's private uh, homes, is what it was back in the, in the apostolic times. So Philemon was one of these guys who had enough money and enough space that he could host the Eucharistic liturgy. And uh, he would also probably, there was a, there was he would take care of people financially, feed them, things like that. So he was very uh, rich with works of mercy as well as being materially rich. Now, the he had slaves, okay? And one of his slaves is a guy by the name of Onesimus. And uh, Paul's in prison, and he's far away. Paul might be as far away as Rome, okay? Uh, we don't know exactly where he's in prison, but it could be the time when Paul was in prison in Rome. Paul was in, in jail all the time, so, you know, we don't know exactly, but it very well could be more towards the end of his life when he was in Rome. And it's very likely that Philemon is in uh, Colossae, which is like on the edge, if I'm correct, it's like on the edge of Asia, of Greece. Okay, so it's, if it's not there, it's then going to be going into Asia. So it's, uh, it's on the edge of uh, Europe, I should say, um, you know, the edge of Greece. If it's not there, it's actually in Asia. But in any event, there's a long distance between Paul and uh, Philemon. And so Philemon's got this, this slave, Onesimus. Uh, Onesimus looks like he's run away, okay? And there's something that's kind of interesting going on here, because at the time, the, lo- the Roman law said basically runaway slaves um, can be killed, Right? Their masters can kill them. So, it was, so Onesimus, is, he's in trouble. But there was another law on, on the Roman books. It was very interesting. And it, it really was a kind of an act of mercy in a certain sense towards the slave. It basically said this. If the slave is in trouble with his master, he or she can go to a third party and seek intercession from that third party. Okay. And so as long as that slave is taking refuge with this third party, he can't be arrested or captured or killed. Is that interesting? So basically, Onesimus, we don't know exactly what's going on, but it could be a number of things. First of all, maybe, maybe his master sent him on a business venture, and he really messed up the business venture and lost a whole ton of money. Okay, And he's afraid of going back to Philemon because he's afraid of what Philemon is going to do to him. All right, that could be the case, or he's run away from Philemon, and he doesn't want to go back because he's, you know, he's going to get punished or maybe killed or whatever, or he stole money from his master and ran away, and maybe the stealing was part of the part of the running away. Okay, it helped him run away. Uh, we don't know exactly what the background is, but he's a smart guy, and he knows Paul is very well respected by Philemon. So he goes to Paul, who's actually in prison, ironically enough, okay, and he basically says, Paul, can I take refuge with you? Can you write and be an advocate on my behalf with my master, Philemon? Okay, and Paul talks to him and and actually is successful in converting him as well, too. So Paul says, yeah, I'm going to help you out, and he he shares the gospel with him and baptizes him, okay? So uh, you've got this intercession, so Paul writes a letter back to Philemon, and he's basically saying, well, I'm not going to bring up the fact that you owe me your salvation, your eternal soul, and all that kind of stuff. Let's leave that aside right now and just say, hey, could you do me a favor and 
send you know Onesimus back to me to be of help. And the implication is actually he's asking Philemon to set Onesimus free, okay, so that Onesimus can come and join Paul's band of evangelists and help him in his ministry. So it's a pretty neat it's a pretty neat backdrop that you can infer behind this letter. It's a very short letter. Paul is also a genius, uh, or uh, he's really he's like the first you know like instance of uh, expert in Catholic guilt you know because what he does is this these letters were meant to be re- uh, read out in the public uh, assembly just like what we do in church. So can you imagine uh, Philemon, who's the host of the church, and they get the letter, and Paul is talking about asking him to release for him. Anismus, how, how much pressure, social pressure, do you think is on Philemon to actually give Paul what he what he wants? So Paul is kind of sneaky in a certain sense here, okay? But he's doing it for a good cause, okay? Um, now it strikes me though when I reflect upon this whole story that uh, it's really almost identical to what God has done for us in Jesus Christ, okay? That Jesus has come and has interceded. Uh, between God the Father and sinful humanity. And we were, we're slaves. We're in trouble with our master, so to speak, because of original sin, because of our personal sins. And there's this alienation. And we don't, we don't dare come before God in light of all our sins. Uh, and here comes Jesus who's interceding on our behalf. He's our friend. We take refuge with him. And he comes on our behalf and uh, the favor that he does and the, the goodness that he displays on the cross is more pleasing to God than our misdeeds were displeasing to him. And so there's this intercession that takes place that's really uh, very, very much so. I, we can imagine ourselves in Onesimus' place and St. And, and Paul is like Jesus and Philemon is like God the Father. Okay, it's just a metaphor. But it's something to, to kind of think about and reflect how we were slaves and we ran away and we were in debt and we were in trouble and our only refuge was to go to this guy who ironically is in chains and, and is regarded as a criminal. Okay, And, and the irony is that this guy who's regarded as a criminal can be the one that sets us free uh, from our slavery to, to sin and to the weight of, of human sin in general. We thank God for that. We thank for thank Him for His freedom, and we thank you, and we thank uh, God for the friendship that we have in, in Jesus Christ.